Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are in part three in our conversation on hospitality. So next one is, we will not be a part, or the next, the next refuge hospitality, hospitality point is, we will not be a part of the culture war, pitting person against person based on ideological differences. So when you hear culture war, how do you, how do you define that? Um, I mean, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, any stretch of the imagination. So those of you that are, I'm sorry, I'm not, I tend to be skeptical of the skepticism, but I'll digress. What I mean by that is one of the things we do have to realize is that we are being, we are being discipled by the, by the media that we ingest and frankly, tragedy sells, uh, um, you know, crazy cells. And if people got on the news and just dialogued, like it, it wouldn't sell, it wouldn't make money. And so what sells is people arguing. And so we've all been kind of discipled, if you will, to argue. And we've all been kind of discipled to pit person against person, right? Um, One might call that tribalism, which, you know, in a very, very dumbed down definition, you know, this Wes Thompson definition is, you know, tribalism being, all right, I've got a tribe, whether it's Republican or Democrat or Christian or Buddhist or whatever my tribe is. And whatever the figureheads of my tribe say, I have to line up bullet point to bullet point. And anyone who's not in my tribe, you know, is against me. And, mm-hmm. um, and so what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to demean them and we're going to ridicule them and we're going to make them out to be silly so that somehow it boosters our own credibility. And we see that yeah. all the time, right? It's easiest seen in things like CNN and Fox News. And those are, those are the folks that get the, the, the brunt of our criticism sometimes. But in reality, it happens all the time with us where we don't really hear people out and we, we generalize what they say to make them out to be sillier than they are and, and, and basically make ourselves look better than we are. And that's what I mean by culture war. That's what I mean by this ideological infighting. Your belief system is different than my belief system. And I'm going to make you look dumb. So I look smart. And at the end of the day, I don't really, I'm not here to learn anything. I'm not here to hear, listen to your story. I'm just going to write you off as dumb because I'm right. And I'm only going to hang out with people that are just like me. Yeah. I would go as far as saying that this is again, Austin Hill talking. This is my thought. I would say if someone who goes into the culture wars and really plays it up, it's a, they are lazy and selfish. And I would go as far as say that they're cowardly uh, because culture wars are, heart, are typically hot button. People get really upset about it because they're very passionate about it. And anything that has to do with people, like we've talked about, is complicated. So there are nuances within or like weird um, situational things within every intense thing. If you think like a belief system is really complicated and we can't make these giant jumping assump- like leaps of assumptions about other people based on one statement or one, one bullet point in that group that you're talking about. You can have multiple beliefs because we are com- complicated people. Um, 
I yeah, like for example, I, I would consider myself a Christian um, and a very specific kind of Christian, um, but I don't, uh, that doesn't mean I have to agree with everything that every person that calls himself a Christian believes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, politically, I would be a little bit more conservative, but um, I don't, you know, I don't agree with a lot of a lot of people that would consider themselves to be conservative. And so it's like, you know, we all come, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I think at the end of the day, we have to wrestle through things for ourselves and figure out what we, what we believe in. And I know that at the refuge and we think this is backed up in scripture, but like a lot of that we should try to do in community with other, with other people, because on our own, you know, obviously that doesn't always end well, but, but at the end of the day, we do have to arrive at our own convictions yeah, in our own belief system and we have to own it, you know? And, and if we're just basing it off of what somebody else says, then we're not really owning it for ourselves. You know, it, it, we're, mm. we're inheriting it or we're, we're just falling in line with what we're told. Now that's not to say that we can't agree with other people, but there's a difference between just kind of a blind negligible adherence and genuine belief where, where, yeah. where I, I can, you know, if I really believe something, right. I I'm, I'm going to, I would, I would, I would die for it. I would, I would sacrifice for it at the very least. But if I'm not willing to be inconvenienced or sacrifice for it, then it's not really a belief. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, one recommendation, I think in light of this, I know we're talking about hospitality, but one recommendation I would give us and anyone listening is just, you know, continue to do the hard work of really, really wrestling with your beliefs and ask the tough questions to yourself. Um, because I think sometimes there's, there's confusion even there. And so what we do is we, we look around and just try to adopt what other people believe. And that somehow gives us a sense of safety. Um, mm, connection. But in, but in reality, like it's not necessarily our belief. Right. Yeah. And like uh, the other, uh, other ways, if you find yourself in one of those really intense conversations, a good attitude to have or approach is like, I'm seeking to understand. So like, if there's a, if there's a deep division in how you think about like your job isn't again, to convince them of your thinking, but it's just, it's your job to want to deeply understand how they're thinking. Yes. Um, And and also it's, yeah. And and then it's, so like, if there is a big disagreement instead of um, like identifying a figurehead and blaming that person, it's like, Oh, you just believe just the way that person is. I, I bet if that happens next time, if you really think about it, you probably don't know the person that you're being associated with at all. You probably don't have them in your cell phone. So uh, being super angry at someone that you don't know is pretty silly. Like it just in, in, in reality, boil it way down. And so a good way out of that is if you're in a disagreement about one of these things is asking a question, how do you think we should solve it? Instead of this, what about ism about like, what about your side or what about my side or what about this? And that's like, well, how should we move forward? And I yeah. bet you could find agreement in working to solve a problem, no matter how complicated it is, like, how should we move forward? And that's how you, again, seek to understand why they are so 
passionate about it because passion isn't a bad thing. Yeah. They're passionate about it because it's important. And if we're wanting to understand someone, being able to identify what it is that's important to them is only going to help you become a better uh, friend, confidant, accountability person for that person. Yeah. I mean, on this point, I couldn't agree more. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. Tomorrow, we will be in part four in our conversation on hospitality. We'll see you then.